0: Welcome to the You Can Have It All podcast to create a successful business and a thriving family. I am your host, Mona Tavasili from Montpreneurs Worldwide. Hello and welcome back to another episode of You Can Have It All. In this episode, I want to share with you some behind the scenes of my entrepreneurial journey and the reason I started Montpreneurs Worldwide. I have worked on many brands and Montpreneurs Worldwide is not just my business. It's beyond that. It's my mission and life purpose. So this episode is very close to my heart and I hope it will help you on your journey. As I mentioned in episode one about my entrepreneurial journey of six brands and two kids in eight years, we launched our first business in France back in 2010 with my partner while we were doing our master's, which was more like a test to see if entrepreneurship is for us or not. When we moved back to Dubai in 2011, I was already pregnant with Ryan and we launched an advertising agency because both Saman, my partner and I, come from marketing and advertising backgrounds. So it was a natural thing to do as we had the knowledge and expertise in that area. But after a year of running Polar Bear Creative, our ad agency, and when Ryan was less than one year old, I realized that there wasn't a lot of support for mothers. I don't think anyone really prepares you for motherhood. No one tells you about the shifts that happen in your life. And even if you hear it, experiencing it is a different story. So we started networking events for mom entrepreneurs to support their businesses back in 2012. And after almost three years of running our business, I realized that a lot of people who started with us were closing down their businesses. And we almost failed many times along the way ourselves. We ran out of cash multiple times, our clients' projects got canceled, and we faced a lot of challenges that really tested us to the core. I have experienced emotions on this journey that I would have never experienced otherwise. I believe entrepreneurship is a self-discovery journey. It's not supposed to be easy all the time. It's not supposed to go according to the plan every single time. You're supposed to fail, learn, get back up, not once, not twice, multiple times. And that's how you build resilience. And after some time, you realize that the challenges aren't getting any easier. But it's you who is getting stronger and you can manage them better. So even though I have two master's degrees with distinction, I have worked on brands such as Nestle, from their packaging to TV commercials, and I thought I knew the steps to start a business, I couldn't be more wrong. You see, we simply don't know what we don't know. And when things don't go the way they're supposed to, That just means that there is still something we need to learn and figure out. And these are the things they don't teach you at university. There are facts that you need to be in the action to experience and learn. And these behind-the-scenes realities of running a business are not taught as part of our educational system. So this is what running a business and becoming a parent have in common. The emotions, challenges, ups and downs that you experience which you are most likely not prepared for. For example, in parenting, you don't know if your baby is going to be a good sleeper or is she going to be a colic baby who doesn't believe in sleeping. Similarly, in your business, you can't really predict market fluctuations. You can be prepared for it, but it's a very different story when you're experiencing various situations. Let's say now during the 2020 pandemic, no business could have predicted the global shutdown which resulted in many businesses closing down for good. So when we started our networking events for mom entrepreneurs to support their businesses i realized that women entrepreneurs and especially mom entrepreneurs face unique challenges that stop them from scaling their businesses and any support no matter how big or small is not only welcomed but needed so let me now tell you why we focus on educating and empowering mothers at mompreneurs worldwide There are multiple reasons, and some of them are so important that I will dedicate a separate podcast episode for them, but I just want to highlight a few here. First of all, we need to change the numbers. That's very obvious. The number of women in business, women who get funding, and the number of successful women entrepreneurs who didn't have to compromise their entire life to get there. According to Fortune, funding for female founders increased in 2019, hitting approximately $3.5 billion, but this is only 2.7% of the $136.5 billion in US based companies for the same period. We see similar numbers when it comes to the corporate world. In 2020, there are only 37 female CEOs, or 7.4% of the Fortune 500. We have definitely seen growth, as according to Fortune, there were only two women CEOs 20 years ago. And it's been only four years since the number has crossed 30. Yes, there is growth, but it's very slow. I hope we all agree that women are not less capable than men. Intelligence, hard work, innovation and discipline are not gender based. So why are the numbers still so low? I believe there are two main reasons, internal as well as external factors. The external factors are the unrealistic expectations that societies and cultures impose on women. I'm not even talking about the extremes such as compensation marriages and honor killings that still happen in the 21st century and they definitely need to be addressed separately and I'm planning to interview amazing women who work in this field to learn from their experience. But even the society's expectations of women to be perfect at everything they do as mothers, wives, business owners and employees. I once heard that we expect women to work as if they don't have kids and we expect them to raise their kids as if they don't work. These expectations put an unbearable weight on the shoulders of women, which result in them constantly feeling inadequate in everything they do. I don't want to generalize here, and if you are someone or know someone who has figured out everything on her own, I salute you. But that's not the reality of many women across the world, and it's our responsibility to lift each other up and help other women to reach the freedom they deserve. Another important external factor is the way our workplaces are structured, mainly for men and with rigid schedules. If you're an employer and you wonder why your women employees leave the company, don't look at them for answers. Look at the environment they are in and see if it's designed in a way to let them thrive in life and not just survive. We need to start seeing our employees as human beings and not just numbers. We need to stop focusing on our bottom lines only. Profit without prioritizing values means nothing in the long run. This is one of the reasons we see the rise in women business owners. They are changing the rules and adding more flexibility in the workplace as CEOs. I do believe that women lead differently and that's what is needed to bring balance to our world. Having more women leaders and CEOs in our organizations and corporations will lead to more prosperous societies and it will help our economical situations massively. Everyone will benefit when we create a more suitable environment for women. Apart from the external factors, there are internal glass ceilings that as women we build for ourselves, the inner critic, imposter syndrome, doubts, guilt, and shame that bring our energy down and stop us from reaching our full potential. I have heard stories of women who feel guilty whether they're at work or at home, thinking that they're not doing a good job as mothers or business owners as well as employees. We need to shed light on our inner critic to be able to become aware and overcome our internal battles. I do believe that women make great entrepreneurs and their business ideas can solve many problems. They just need some guidance and a community who understand their challenges and needs, a safe space to know that they are not alone. And this is one of the main reasons we started Mompreneurs Worldwide. I want to see more seven- and eight-figure women entrepreneurs who did not need to compromise on their relationship with their loved ones, family, as well as their well-being in order to grow their businesses. I want to change the perception that the mompreneur is someone who has a cash-generating hobby. A mompreneur, to me, is someone who has the ability to impact many lives with her business, and she's also able to prioritize what matters to her, her kids, her health, and her personal life. I do not believe in compromising on the things that matter to us. I'm a strong believer that we are able to run successful businesses and still have the time and energy for our kids and ourselves. We need to stop cherishing sacrifice and expecting mothers to forget about their dreams, health, and their own identity. The key is to focus on the most important things and then delegate, eliminate, and automate the rest. It is possible to have it all with the right mindset and support system. One of the biggest differences between men and women is that men are less likely to lose their identity when they become dads, but identity loss is one of the biggest problems I have heard from women when they become moms. Men in many societies are programmed to be the breadwinner in the house and bring money in no matter what. A lot of them never fully experience the joy of having a family. Many compromise on their health and well-being when they are forced to be the only provider for the family and they miss out on the other aspects of life, which happened a lot in the last generation, But thankfully is changing but women when they become moms they can't ignore their responsibilities as a mother and continue working it's not possible what do we expect women to do in modern cities like dubai maternity leave is only 40 days in countries like the us maternity leave is not mandatory how do we expect women to survive let alone thrive in the old dysfunctional environments that we have created in our society and in our workplaces the problem is not women It's not that they are not ambitious. The problem is in the core of our systems. That's what needs to be changed. And only then will we start seeing the rise in the numbers. We need to help each other as men and women to create more empowering environment for women to make this happen. I'm very passionate about empowering and educating women. And I also know that women are one part of the equation. The other side is challenging the old traditions, changing the rules and soulless environments that do not cherish human values. And the only KPI that is measured is profits. Profit at the price of creating societies that do not function anymore. Dealing with anxiety, depression, and mental health. I believe that there is a huge awakening happening. People are becoming aware of the fact that freedom is not just a word. It needs to be practiced in every aspect of our lives. I want my two boys to experience all aspects of their lives. I want them to spend quality time with their kids if they choose to have them. And I want them to prioritize their well-being. Women's empowerment will actually benefit men as well. It gives them a choice and freedom to be more than just a breadwinner. To me, women's empowerment is about creating societies that offer equal choices to both men and women. If a man decides to be a stay-at-home dad, that's his choice and it doesn't reduce his value. And if a woman wants to start a business or have a C-suite position in corporate, she is supported. We are in this together and we need each other to create families that are raised with love. I remember after my TEDx talk in 2015 in Dubai, a young girl came to me and said, Thank you, Amana." your talk gave me hope. She said, I was very discouraged to continue my studies, thinking that I'm getting married one day and I will have kids and I won't be able to do anything else in life. And here you are showcasing amazing women who are mothers and they have their own businesses. So you see, this is the reality of many girls in the Middle East, Asia, and other parts of the world. They're afraid to dream big and be ambitious to avoid disappointment. Everyone around them has followed the same restricted pattern and breaking through that wall seems impossible. And finally, the main reason I do what I do goes back to the bigger vision, that empowered mothers raise empowered leaders. It might be very difficult to change the way that some of our current leaders think, but it is possible to raise our future leaders with more love and kindness and that's up to us as parents and educators. Our world is currently divided. We still face racism and cruelty all around the world and the next generation has the ability to make change happen. When Ryan was born and he was still a toddler, I realized that he observes everything and mimics everything we do. Not just what we tell him to do, but how we actually do it. Children are like sponges. They learn everything we do. And when they are raised with love and compassion, they can only give back love and compassion to others. I know this might sound like a cliche and it's a big dream to have. But I'm a believer that world peace is possible when we all take responsibility for our own inner peace and teach the next generation the right values. World peace through women's empowerment is the flag that I took with me when I climbed Mount Kilimanjaro in 2014. And I truly believe that women's empowerment will help men, women, and kids. So at Mopanus Worldwide, we acknowledge the challenges that women face and we focus on not only their business, but also their well-being, time management, finance, and family. We believe that success has a different meaning for each of us, and we support mompreneurs in all the aspects of their lives. Our vision is to create a network of like-minded women entrepreneurs who are game changers, who refuse to compromise on their family and well-being as well as their dreams. A community of ambitious women who believe everything is possible, and they are there to cherish one another. As I mentioned at the beginning, Mopreneurs Worldwide is not just my business. It's beyond me and my needs. It's a life mission. I do believe that we are stronger together and we can all learn from each other. I'm also extremely grateful that we pivoted our business to a digital business, which gives us the ability to connect experts, mentors, and our members from all all around the world. At the time of recording this podcast, we are opening doors to our membership, Mompreneurs Tribe, very soon. The last time we opened doors was October 2019. And I know that a lot of you have been waiting to join and I truly appreciate and acknowledge your patience. The wait is over and you will be able to join our amazing online community of Monpreneurs soon. Go to tribe.com and either sign up or join the waitlist to be the first to receive the updates on how to join. Creating a network of amazing women from all All around the world is a dream come true. And I'm truly honored to have you part of our community. Hope this episode and our why resonated with you. After all, whether you're a man or woman, your dreams matter. Your family and well-being matters. We always have a choice in life. Do what makes you feel successful as success is a feeling. No one can define it for us and it's not achieved by external factors. No matter what you decide, whether you choose to be a stay-at-home mom or dad, stay in corporate or start your own business, own your decision. And don't let anyone make you feel like you are not doing the right thing. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day. Keep on dreaming. Bye for now.